Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. There's a high fly ball from KMOX Sports. That's it deep to left field, and it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. There's a moment for you. Welcome to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. In the driving jam time. The Billikens win this one. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. Comeback pattern caught. Touchdown, Kansas City. Now, sports on a Sunday morning on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. So, again, while that is a major story, and we will be talking to John Mosaloc about it in about 20 minutes here live on Sports on a Sunday morning before we take you to Cardinals pregame, I don't want to lose fact that this is a lose sight of the fact that this is also Hall of Fame Sunday, the Baseball Hall of Fame, and we did celebrate last hour, among other things, the fact that Buck O'Neill is going to be inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame today. If you want to hear that interview, I really enjoyed talking to the president of the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum, Bob Kendrick, last hour. That was shortly after 1030. And right now, I want to take you to part of an interview conducted with another person with St. Louis Connections being inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame, and that is Jim Cott who pitched for the 1982 World Champions with Mike Claiborne. It's good to be seen, and I'm sure uh, glad to be here. It's so much fun to be a part of postseason baseball, and, uh, of course, I always have that great spot in my heart for St. Louis as a, as a city, and being part of a championship team there was uh, probably the highlight of my career. Let's talk about your career because you were an outstanding pitcher in the majors for so many years. You won 20-plus ball games in Minnesota, finished out in St. Louis. But one of the things I always remembered about you, you had a different training regimen than a lot of pitchers and a lot of players had. Talk a little bit about that. Well, I, I never was. You know, I, I had the, my theory is that back at the turn of the century when they only had one field to work out on, and there were all these pitchers standing around, and so they said, what are we going to do with the pitchers? Let's run them. So all of a sudden, running became like the conditioning exercise for pitching. And one year, I had kind of hurt my back. My back was bothering me. And every time I ran and my foot went out, so I went to a pitching coach and I said, Maltzy, I really can't run, but I don't want to miss my turn. He said, well, I don't know about your leg strength, how it's going to be. Well, I pitched uh, four straight complete games, and three of them were extra inning games. <laughs> and I, all I was doing was fielding ground balls and, and just exercising. Mm-hmm. And so... I kind of concentrated on that. I like to run the bases as if I were a base runner, and I like to field ground balls and field fly balls and get my exercise that way. So you did things 
as for a purpose more than just doing it for repetition. Well, yeah, I, I think what I see today with a lot of the exercises is uh, they don't translate into what you do on the baseball mm-hmm. field. So, you know, they would use me for a pinch runner. So I'd go down to first base and I'd practice going from first to third. And I practice fielding my position. I, I think one of the reasons that pitchers don't get as creative today as they could, they just rely on stuff, 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 is that they, they don't allow themselves to be athletic, you know, and mm-hmm. treat themselves on the mound like an athlete and learn to do different things. And you were an outstanding fielder in your own right. How many gold gloves for you as a pitcher? Uh, 16. I mean, I think I got most of those because uh, early in my career I got a, a ball hit back at me and knocked my teeth out and uh, – Three days later, I pitched again, and two balls were hit back at me, and I caught him. And all of a sudden, they said, wow, he's a pretty good fielder. So they just kept stamping my name on that glove. Well, they call it self-defense also. Right, exactly. <laughs> Chuck and duck. Now, you've been at this for a long, long time as a player and as a broadcaster. What are some of the things you like about how pitchers are dealt with these days and some of the things that concern you? Well, I, I don't like a lot of the things they're dealt with in terms of uh, – of innings limitations and pitch counts and things like that. I think, you know, uh, there is a time and a place for the bullpen to come in, but I hate to see uh, starters trained as if six innings is all that they should pitch. You know, one of the other things we see a lot of is the ability to establish the inside part of the plate, something Jim Cott had no problem with as a pitcher. Well, you know, I I didn't, but we did it in a different way. Our, Our strength in what we went to is down and away, down and away, because hitters used heavy bats, heavier bats, they weren't allowed to dive in. If they did, we could push them off the plate. So our strength was to really keep that outside corner. That was our go-to area. But I can understand nowadays the way hitters dive, if you can't run that, and, and I wish that I would have had a cut fastball, you know, a real cut fastball, not just a little slurvy one, uh, because you have to have something today to run in on the hands of these hitters with uh, light bats, uh, you know, small handles, a lot of bat speed, and, and that's the reason I think today you really have to learn how to pitch inside. How many years in the big leagues for you? Uh, 25 seasons. 25 seasons, and one of the things that I remember when Jim Kyle was playing the American League, we didn't see a lot of the Minnesota Twins on TV, but the word would come, get around that Tony Olivo was one of the greatest players that no one ever saw. You know, I, there are two of my teammates uh, that are in the Hall of Fame, Harmon Killebrew and Rod Carew, and they both belong there. Harmon was a great power hitter. Rodney won a lot of batting titles. But if you ask the catchers in that era who they feared coming up with men on, it was Tony Oliva. And I, I'm a big supporter of him uh, to be in the Hall of Fame because when he was a kid coming up, and I was a fairly young player myself, they'd hit him fly balls that he couldn't even get a glove on when he first started playing the outfield. In two years' time, he was a gold glover. You know, he could field, he could run the bases, he had an accurate arm, he could hit for power, and he might not get too many three-run homers when the score's seven to nothing, but he could hit good pitching, and uh, that's one of the many reasons, along with winning batting titles his first two years, I think he should be in Cooperstown. And that did come true for Jim Cott in that interview with Mike Claiborne. As time went on, Tony Oliva did get the support that he needed, and today he will go into the Baseball Hall of Fame with Jim Cott and others. Another Minnesota connection would be David Ortiz. We've mentioned a lot of the others on the show today, Minnie Minoso, Gil Hodges, and a great visit earlier with Bob Kendrick on Buck O'Neill who will go into the Baseball Hall of Fame 
today. This is the Stiefel Sports Studio, sports on a Sunday morning. Tom Ackerman with you. The big news, if you have not heard, is that Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt are among those who will not be with the club in Toronto for two games Tuesday and Wednesday due to vaccine requirements in Canada. Austin Romine is another player, a backup catcher, who will not be able to participate uh, Johan Oviedo, for another reason, because of an expired passport, we're 15 minutes away from a visit with Cardinals President of Baseball Operations, John Mosellock. We're going to take a quick break, come back with more of Sports on a Sunday Morning right after this. There's a high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday Morning. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm. Because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Back on KMOX, it's eleven nineteen. Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan Arenado, Austin Romine, three players who will not be with the Cardinals when they take on the Toronto Blue Jays Tuesday and Wednesday due to vaccine requirements in Canada. That story and more in an interview with John Mozela coming up in about 10 minutes. Cardinals president of baseball operations will be along with us. For right now, as we do every Sunday, we replay our five minutes with number five, and he had a week to remember, and that is Albert Pujols. I talked to him about his anticipation leading up to this moment. Five minutes with number five. It's Monday. It's the day of the All-Star Game festivities in Los Angeles. And you, Albert Pujols, are going back to the All-Star Game for a two-day event. First, the Home Run Derby. That's tonight. The game tomorrow. How special is all of this for you? Well, thank you so much, Tom. Good to see you. I hope you had a great time on your trip. I uh, did. I did. <laughs> we'll, we'll share some uh, vacation photos uh, right. one other time. But uh, just really excited to be back here, you know, and to have the opportunity, you know, to bring in the Derby once again and us and uh, really, you know, being here in Dodger Stadium where I spent four and a half months last year, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's a special place for me. So I'm just going to enjoy and, and have fun. And I thank God for allowing me to have this opportunity again, especially my last year of my career. Representing the National League, you know, representing the Cardinals, of course. What does it mean to you, first of all, to be part of that as well, just to be recognized, but also to have teammates from all across the league? It's pretty awesome, you know, just to wear the bear and the bat, you know, and just uh, representing, you know, the Summer Classic. Uh, uh, it's very special, you know, and uh, like I say, just to enjoy, you know, with so many superstars and just uh, knowing that it's my last All-Star game as a player and uh, just embrace everything, man, enjoying it with my family, being in L.A., you know, where 
you know, I was booed for 20 years and I was loved <laughs> last year. So it's going to be fun and I'm just going to try to do the best that I can to just help the NL team and hopefully, uh, you know, do a, a good job at the Home Run Derby. Is the Home Run Derby just a fun sort of sit back and laugh and smile and just, you know, enjoy swinging the bat kind of thing for you? Or does the competitor also come out in you at the same time? No, it is. It's something, you know, that's for the fans. And I tried, hopefully, to put a good show. Uh, this is my fifth time around. And, uh, you know, the last four times I've done it, I enjoyed it. Uh, because it is for the fans. And that's something that I've done, uh, you know, and the four times that I, that I have done it. And then this time around, it wasn't going to change. So I just hope, uh, you know, I can put a good show for the fans. That's what they come and see. And, uh, you know, just enjoy the opportunity and embrace it really well. Because you never considered yourself a home run hitter. You were always just a hitter. You know, you looked for a pitch to hit. You never said, well, I was trying to hit a home run there. I was just trying to put a good swing on it. But you can. I've seen you in batting practice. When you want to clear the yard, you do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just, like I say, it's tough to do. But, I, you know, you just, you're just focusing, enjoying it. I take it like as I'm taking bat in practice and, uh, you know, although the idea is to try to hit the ball out of the ballpark and, you know, hit as many as you can, especially, you know, now there's different in less of 10 outs that now you just have time clock that you have to hit as many sun runs as you can before it expires. Quick word about L.A. While you spent time in Los Angeles, you also carried the Pujols Family Foundation with you. How important was that for you to be able to expand that to the West Coast? Pretty awesome, buddy. You know, just being there, doing a great work in Southern California, you know, since you, we've been here for, you know, the last 10 years and just continue to spend and just to continue to serve the community, man, and just use this platform that God has given us, uh, giving me, but also, you know, my kiddos, my family and Todd Perry and, and the people that bring vision, you know, the, the Crystal Rowan, the Jane Cooper, Todd Perry. I mean, those are the people, once again, that deserve all the credit. Appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you, Evan. That's uh, Albert Pujols, five minutes with number five. And did he ever have a week? He ended up beating Kyle Schwarber in the first round of the home run derby and then took Juan Soto to the end. I mean, Soto needed that extra time to beat Pujols 16-15 in the semifinals. And Pujols put on a great show. And he also made an appearance before during the lineup announcements at the All-Star Game and in his at-bat, in which he flew out in his one pinch-hitting appearance. But I really felt like, even though it was a great moment to see him in the All-Star game, his finest moment was on Wednesday, when he was announced at the ESPYs as the recipient of the 2022 Muhammad Ali Sports Humanitarian Award. I'd like to thank God, my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, for giving me this platform to be here tonight. Muhammad Ali was an incredible man, who want to change the world. He used his platform to make an impact to help those in need. His legacy will never be forgotten, and I'm honored to accept this award. Through the help of so amazing doctors, dentists, and volunteers, we were able to provide in the Dominican Republic medical care for the whole country. Here in the United States, we create programs to help kids with Down syndrome to gain their skill to be more independent. My favorite event of the year, as you saw in the video, is the prom, where when we see these beautiful children to smile, dancing, music, and the red carpet, seeing the happy face makes me realize how special life is. 
I'd like to thank ESPN, Major League Baseball, for this honor. I also want to thank MVP Sport Group for being with me through all this journey. I also would like to thank my beautiful family for the entire love, endless love that they have given me to my career. I also want to thank Jane Cooper, Todd Perry, and Crystal Rowan for the amazing work that they do through the Pujols Family Foundation. And I want to thank all of you for your support. God bless you. Good night. Major award for Albert Pujols, the Muhammad Ali Sports Humanitarian Award at the ESPYs, and gave a great speech right there, right at the end of his presentation, and just a great week overall, and we are proud uh, here on Sports on a Sunday Morning and tomorrow morning's Total Information AM to be able to talk to Albert weekly, and at the end of each interview, if you've noticed, we talk about the Pujols Family Foundation. We make it a point Uh, I do to talk to Albert about that each and every time. He's good enough to put me on his schedule every week. The least I can do is to spread the word about something that he's been doing since I've known him just about. I mean, he started it kind of a few years into his Cardinals career, but he is... And and his wife, Dee Dee, I should mention. Um, I know that it's been very public that they uh, are divorced and getting a divorce, but the, the two of them together uh, built this uh, great thing with Todd Perry and that whole group at Pujols Family Foundation. It is a wonderful effort, not only here in the United States, for those with Down syndrome, but as he mentioned, for the impoverished in the Dominican Republic. Congratulations to Albert on a well-deserved honor. Can't wait to see the years to come for him and the foundation. Again, the big news, Nolan Arenado, Paul Goldschmidt, Austin Romine will not be with the club in Toronto due to Canadian vaccine restrictions there. We will talk about that with John Mosellock next on KMOX from the Stiefel Sports Studio. There's a high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. And it's a gunner. Big fly, Nolan Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City! On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. It's 11.30, sports on a Sunday morning on KMOX from the Stiefel Sports Studio, and we say good morning, and in Cincinnati, it is afternoon for the club as they are there taking on the Reds here in St. Louis uh, getting ready for the ball game at 11:40. We're going to go right to pregame. Mo, thank you for joining us. The president of baseball operations, John Mosellock. How are you? We'll get uh, right to him here as he's just jumping on the phone with us, and we always appreciate uh, grabbing him on there. But the the Cardinals taking on the Reds at 12:40. The pregame at 11:45, and we're going to get over there in about nine minutes to Cincinnati. Right now, we talk to John Mosellock. How are you, Mo? I'm doing well. Good morning. Good morning. Great to talk to you. Thank you so much for joining us, as always, on these Sunday mornings. I know it's been uh, a busy morning in terms of an announcement that you had to make. Uh, Can you tell us that for our listening audience? Yeah, I think a lot of people were just curious what's going to happen with our club when we go to uh, Toronto. Um, I think many people know that you have to be vaccinated to to, uh, get into Canada, and we do have a few players that are not, and so... Uh, we made that announcement this morning. Obviously, it's a couple big names in the sense of uh, Mr. Goldschmidt and Mr. Arnato. And, um, you, you know, we're going to go up there and uh, we're going to do the best we can. And uh, someone else will get some opportunities. So uh, that was what we were discussing this morning. And, uh, you know, of course, it's uh, 
I can understand there'll be some people frustrated. There'll be other people that um, understand. So it's uh, always a uh, tricky one. But over the last two years, we've sort of all had to learn about how to handle some maybe uncomfortable situations. It is a, a topic, certainly, that can be politically charged. So to, you know, to leave politics out of it, obviously, and just talk logistics. Uh, there's a third name, by the way, that, that is Austin Romine. Um, who is one of your catchers. And then a, a fourth name, right, and Johan Oviedo, who can't uh, be there because of a Cuban passport? Right. His is, ha, had expired, and we weren't able to get it renewed in time. Okay, got it. Uh, and that, uh, I guess that's, you know, uh, without knowing the background of that, that can be a complicated situation? Well, um, yes. I mean, obviously, like here in the States, when your uh, passport expires, you go through the process of renewing and it can be expedited or it can take a little time. But, you know, typically it gets done because we did have a couple of players that we had to rush through last week to, to uh, accomplish that. But Cuba passports um, have their own complications and we just weren't able to uh, um, get that done in time. And so it's, that's a bummer. But uh Life will go on. Sure, and and we're going to hear from Arenado and Goldschmidt. I think they'll speak publicly from their side of things a little bit later, probably after the game. They've got a game to get prepared for. They're both in lineup today, uh, getting ready for the Cincinnati Reds. But um, just to clarify, so both of them, uh, the, the vaccine requirement in Canada is that you need to be vaccinated. So this isn't that they needed a booster or something like that. They are unvaccinated, correct? Correct. Okay. Uh, and then, you know, moving forward with your team and without those players, the challenge is obviously to accommodate for that. Uh, right now you have Tyler O'Neill, uh, who has been able to come alive a little bit. But unfortunately, uh, you also suffered an injury yesterday to Stephen Matz. In the interest of time, I want to be able to, to get to all of this information. So an MRI for Stephen Matz, uh, do we have a result on that? We do not. Um waiting for that any minute now. Got it. And uh, that, again, just for listener information, that is a left knee strain. Hopefully everything's okay with Steven. Uh, it does ramp up uh, the need, obviously, to see what happens in this rotation. I think you and I talked about uh, a while back that starting pitching is something that everybody is looking for right now. Uh, we, not knowing the result, of course, of Stevens' examination, that it would be unfair to, to just jump to conclusions, obviously. But I think even before that, uh, pitching wins in this game. And I, I, what is the current uh, survey of, of your rotation and your pitching needs? Well, we have uh, been very clear that we know we need to try to find some innings somewhere. Um, and so we'll continue to look for that. You know, it's a bummer because Steven was throwing the ball really well last night. Ball was coming out of his hand well. Um, and, um, you know, really excited about what he looked like. And, you know, it's super unfortunate because he was someone that we were counting on for innings. And, and so, you know, as we keep marshalling through this season, we're going to have to keep on the lookout for something. And uh, hopefully um, – we can achieve that over the next uh, seven, eight days. You certainly have, and as the trade winds blow, uh, Mo, you you know that people like to jump to conclusions. We don't here, but uh, we, we do see the fact that everybody does, that the Cardinals have a lot of prospects and great ones, and that can become currency in a trade. 
However, it's not that easy. I mean, as you've told us before, this is something where you have to take on uh, players, contracts, situations, or, or for that matter, do you want to part with prospects? You've been down that road before. Well, the good news is we do have a lot of depth. Um, good news is our, our minor league system has been uh, really applauded for, for the success it's starting to have and, and really the rise of, of some of these younger players. So, you know, that, that is encouraging. And in terms of, of what we do or how we do it, it's, it's you know, still TBD. But, you know, the way we're approaching it right now is just to really get an understanding of what this trade market looks like and what those asks might look like. And then, you know, once we sort of establish all that, then we can really ask the hard questions on like what we would do and, and what we're willing to do. So, um, you know, right now still a, a lot of time left in this period. And, and so we will uh, continue to work and really assess where everyone's at and determine what makes the most sense for us. Well, how is Yachty? My understanding from Ali last hour was that Yachty was going to make his way to St. Louis and begin this rehab process. Yeah, so I'm going to connect with him either later today or tomorrow just to get a sense of uh, exactly what that looks like. But, yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful by some point this week he's in a rehab game. And, uh, and you know, as we turn the corner to August, hopefully uh, you know, he'll be ready to go for us. And then finally, before we go, and, and we're going to go to pregame here in just a couple of minutes, but for those just jumping on, getting ready for the ball game, the news again is that, Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado are not going to be able to make it to Toronto due to vaccine requirements in Canada. Uh, we know their desire and their their effort, and ever they do everything they can to win ball games for this team. And I, I'm not asking you to take a stance here as an organization, but just a just an overall where your feelings are on the current situation with those two players. And I'm not leaving out Austin Romine, but uh, just for people just tuning in where you are right now with these two players in particular, Arenado and Goldschmidt, and their availability in Toronto? Yeah, my answer will probably disappoint you, but it's it's life. Um, you know, there, there are many games we play. We're not 100%. And, you know, the simple example of that would be look at our outfield. Uh, we've played majority of the season with two-thirds of it missing. Um, you, you have to figure out a way to get through things. And, yeah, they're they're elite players. They've they're having great seasons, but for two days in Toronto, they won't be available. So we'll have to figure it out, and that's what we do. I appreciate your time and thoughts on everything, as always. Uh, best of luck against the Reds and in Toronto and beyond, and we'll talk to you real soon. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you. Cardinals President of Baseball Operations, John Mosellock, with us on KMOX as we creep up to the start of Cardinal Baseball at 11.45. want to also remind you that once this game is over, there's still some news to keep an eye on because at 6 o'clock Central Time, the XFL is going to hold a town meeting. And in that meeting, they are expected to announce all eight cities in the league, all the stadiums in the league, and what that league is going to look like. And the anticipation is that St. Louis is going to be a front runner for that. There has been no official announcement whatsoever about whether St. Louis is one of those cities. But if you consider what they looked like last year in terms of attendance and interest and gear and all of those things and success on the field, I should mention, they would have to be a shoe in. This is KMOX. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.